also for your brain. What's gonna happen? You're gonna create endorphin, dopamine, a lot of lot of hormones. Literally, I think I did a 23 minutes ice bath, and I just felt great. I feel I feel bubbly. This is natural drugs. That was Andre Bellaby Elamu, and this is episode 129 of the Inspired Souls podcast. Hi, I'm Carolyn, and I'm a roadrunner. And I'm Kim, and I'm a trail runner. Welcome to our podcast, where we bring the communities of trail and road running together and explore the parallels between running and life. Andre Bellaby is a mindset coach, personal trainer, and extreme athlete from Switzerland who was in Calgary recently to train in the cold. While he was here, he ran shirtless and barefoot and performed some ice plunges in the river. His goal is to break the world record for ice immersion, currently set at 3 hours and 28 seconds. He has completed a run across the U.S. and from France to Morocco, but while in Calgary, his goal is to train his mindset to endure in a different way. Andre is training for the world record attempt for his 11-year-old daughter, Kira, who has autism spectrum disorder. His goal is to make her understand that it doesn't matter how she is, that she can accomplish whatever she sets her mind to, and to not let anyone give her excuses to do something in life. Andre is full of energy and passion, and we wish him all the best as he attempts to break the world record for ice immersion. So today we are here with Andre, and we are so excited to chat with you about um, some very interesting things that we don't normally talk about on our podcast. Andre came across my radar when I saw a CTV news article that he was in Calgary from Switzerland, visiting from Switzerland. Um, And so I reached out and I said, hey, while you're here. Want to come chat with us on the Inspired Souls podcast? And here he is. So welcome to the show, Andre. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for having me here. And I've got to say, Andre holds the prestigious honor of being the very first guest that I am recording with in the same building, other than Carolyn and I, when we did some of our initial uh, recordings in the beginning. So yeah, it's it's actually great to meet you in person as well. So why don't we start uh, off with you just giving us a little bit of a background as to who you are, where you're coming to us from, and what, you know, what's going on in your world right now? So, yeah, like I said, my name is Andre Bellaby Lemou. I'm a mindset coach, personal trainer, and extreme athletes. Uh, literally, I developed a concept after having ran across America. First of all, I ran from France to Africa three months and 13 days. I did 77 marathons with a 20-pound backpack, uh, fluctuating between 15 to 20. Then after, always for a cause, for, to pay a tribute to my father, was a refugee from Cameroon uh, to France. And also, I ran from New York City to Los Angeles, affiliated with uh, USA for UNHCR. It's like a, a program of, uh, is the I, uh, is the program for the United Nations for Refugees. So literally after this, you know, I was like, well, I've been a, like I've been a certified personal trainer in 2013 in the in the UK. So yeah, I was like, all right. So I did this, and after I finished training across the states in seven uh, of March of 2020, uh, and I was like, well, I mean, over all of this, you know, I mean, I, I'm all I'm a lot with um, books about mindset. I like a lot Anthony Robbins, Wim Hof, uh, Napoleon Hill. Uh, did something with me. I can run books, 
I don't learn. I I don't run lots of books, but the, the read a lot of books. But the books that I read, I I swallow it. I make sure it gets into my DNA. You know, I make sure it gets all over into my subconscious mind. <laughs> then this way, my subconscious mind is gonna send it all over to my body. So yeah, I create this concept. It's a coaches word because it's an eight-hour package uh, where I share when I create a speech. I mean, a seminar, webinar, and in it you have seven mental tools. Those seven mental tools, I use them on myself because uh, I'm someone like everybody else. And you can see my build. I'm a, I'm a sprinter and not a runner. I, I'm a sprinter and not a long distance runner. But with that mindset, I could drop literally uh, 50 pounds in like 11 months. I ran from running three times a week, uh, one hour to running like five marathons in a row. So anyway, a lot of mindset, a lot of mindset here. And what's the most important is, is that... People right now show to everyone who wants to get to the goals, either business goals, life goals, personal goals. Let's say you're scared of talking in public. Uh, you need to be more organized. You want to have more fire in your, in your, in your vein to, to get toward your goals. That you can apply those tools into your personal life and achieve whatever you set your mind to as long as it's a good cause. Okay. So... You know, we want to come back to the mindset um, skills and coaching that you have, but before we go there, let's let's actually just dive right into why you're in Calgary right now in the first place. So you're here to train to try to break the world record for cold immersion time sitting in a cold ice bath, correct? Yeah, it all, it all, it's cold, but it won't be with ice and water. It always is. It will only will be with ice cubes. Only ice cubes. Okay. Yes. So that's more fun. No, just kidding. Where do we start with this? Let's just break it down. What is the current world record? It's three hours and twenty eight seconds. Three hours and twenty eight seconds. So you yes. have to do just over three hours to break the record. So Correct. far, what is the longest length of time that you have um, immersed your body in ice? Well, the thing is, in ice, I didn't do ice, only ice yet, because there's something okay. to know. I did an hour and 21 minutes only with ice and water. I mean, ice and water. And when you, until mid-shoulder, huh? and uh, the water was between minus two, two with the ice until two, three, two, three degrees. Um, there, there's a difference, because when you cover, when your skin is covered, with uh, all when your entire skin is covered, because you know the skin is the, is the largest organ in, in your body, right? So when your skin is covered, all all of it is a bit. It's a bit more hard because when you into with ice cubes, air is can get contact with your into your skin. So definitely, mm-hmm. if you can mm-hmm. make an hour in forty five, I mean, there's nothing for sure in life. There's no guarantee because huh? you don't know. You don't know. But what I'm saying, if you can do like an hour in forty five minutes only in ice and water. Then definitely, it's a uh, there's a big chance because of us, of course uh, here in in uh, in uh, you know in uh, in Calgary I have my uh, also have my coach because everybody has a mentor everybody has a coach Pacific from Ocean Tree Care he's been helping me for 18, 18 years and so far when I was doing ice bath in Switzerland we were connected through the mind you know like uh, that collective uh, thinking I don't know if you believe in that but I believe in it <laughs> and um, and I have also all the coaches there who help me about the breathing and everything so yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, one big question is coming to my mind. Why? Why in the world do you want to take on this challenge? Very good. Very, very, very smart question, Caroline. Why? 
Well, uh, my daughter is a, she has an autism spectrum disorder. So, you know, there's a lot of spectrums. So it's not too mm-hmm. high. It's not too low either. And I wanted to do something with her. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you a bit about my life because, you know, I'm not ashamed to, to talk about my person. My, because it's what it is, you know what I mean. Before I used to be a different person. I used, I won't, I won't say I won't, I wasn't that nice, but I was a different person. I was confused with myself and everything. I wasn't mature enough. I'm still getting more mature. So um, my daughter was there, and I didn't see my daughter too much with her mom. But right now, the good thing is that right now, uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm mature up, if I may, if I could say it, and uh, I'm more in peace with myself. And of course, it's it's good, but there's a lot of years which has been lost in the past. So I was like, why? How can I do something nice for my for my princess? I was like, well, maybe she even can realize that now. I was like, maybe later she will be able to realize it. But I'm gonna do for Kira for you. I'm gonna do ice bath war record. Like this, you're gonna be your daddy has been sitting in the ice, <laughs> freezing his butt <laughs> for first three hours. You know, so yes. Pretty much just what it is, and also one raise awareness for everyone with that uh, with that condition. So also in the second step, um, not now, but we're working with a team in Switzerland and to uh, and also in, in Canada to uh, raise money, which we're going to be able to give to foundational association with a with um, regarding autism spectrum disorder for the autistic person uh, person themselves, or uh, or can I say this? or the family, all the surrounding, because mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. For us, we might be like, uh, everything's normal, but for them, there's so much work. You know, you have so many, sh- you have so many filters, I mean, so many uh, spectrums, uh, like filters. If, if some people have, my daughter, for example, now she's getting a bit better, she's beginning better at it. But if there's a radical change, the brain cannot handle it. It's like, it's too much. So for example, what I didn't see, what I didn't see here for a while, we planned this, and after like, I have to do a few change, and her mother was like, Andre, you cannot do this. Because for Kira, she, the, the way she processes things right now in her brain, he has to be turned properly. So he has also will be good with me because um, I wasn't that that two patients anymore, but my own daughter teaching me to have more patience, you know? So anyway, yeah. Yeah, our children are our biggest teachers, right? Yes, that's no kidding. Absolutely. I'm curious, how in the world does one go about training for something like this. Like you've come to Canada all the way from Switzerland. You conveniently chose one of the coldest weeks that we've had in the last few months to, to be here. Um, we had temperatures up to, you know, below minus 30 with wind chill while you were here last week. Um, what has been your process of habituating your body to the cold? This, the mind, the mindset. Before even I came to Calgary, my friend Pacific here, we tended, we definitely were like, I was telling him, man, how are we gonna do this if it's not cold? We're gonna have to drive to Fort McMurray. What the heck? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna drive to White Horse. He was like, Andre, relax. It's okay. Things are gonna be okay. And we went to church. I get there on Sunday early morning and went to church. And there's a guy in church who told me, guys, this was gonna be really cold. And I was like, yes, yes, you know. So, yeah, but yeah, visualization, mindset. Visualize that it's going to be okay. Even if it's not okay for now, if you have a good goal, you have be patient with yourself and have hope and faith and things will be okay because this is considered as the mindset, uh, to have the right mindset. It's like a neurological muscle which is going to override your entire body, which is going to override uh, your autonomic uh, nervous system. May, I might say something wrong because I need to revise my, uh, my, my course here, but you have the central nervous system which system that you can control on your own and you have um, other other ones, 
which you cannot control your own. Which you cannot control your own, this kind of, uh, it's not true until the ice and the cold can help you. So we practice with mindsets, definitely. I override it. And that's how I can stay in the ice for plus an hour and 21 minutes. I mean, I don't know if you realize it, in two years, I can't do this. Some people, it take them even 10 years. Some people, they can't even do that. It's really rare. I mean, everybody could do it, but definitely, you know, it's uh, it's practice, but yeah. Okay, so like, I'm assuming you started out with shorter immersions and you gradually worked up to longer. Of course. You mentioned um, when I just met you that you, you run in the cold and bare feet in the snow. So there's different ways that you introduce cold to your body. And I'm assuming for different lengths of time. So when did you start during cold immersion? You said it's been about two years that you've gone from nothing to where you're at now or kind of what has that process looked like for you? Well, I mean, I was in Switzerland. I used to live in uh, in Zermatt, in the Swiss Alps, and I was going through a hard time. You know, I was going through a depression, you know, because I I finished a running across America. I thought I'm going to get more exposure to to help me for my career, also to su- to support my daughter and everything. And things didn't work out the way I wanted. And I was really uh, I don't I'm not gonna lie. I was a bit depressed because like those guys where I work, I thought they're gonna they're gonna be happy. I'm gonna create my I'm gonna bring them a lot of ideas. We can do retreats there, but I realized that they don't really give a, a I'm sorry they, they don't give a you know <laughs> a, a, a dang about it. So I was like, what the heck? And I was like, man, I mean, I did so much in my life, and is that fair? Was I was a bit I was a bit of course I was pissed off, but after I started watching those videos about Wim Hof and. And um, and my friend and and things. So I started to do breathing, and I I saw some water. So first I start to swimming in in the dam, small dam. The water was like four to five degrees Celsius. I was uh, swimming like oh, like a dog for fifteen seconds. Then afterwards, I have a great friend of mine. He helped me. He coached me to be in the to do the first ice bath for one minute and a half to two minutes. Then after this, in my brain, something went like click. And I start to do in on four minutes, seven minutes, not like every time, but over a period of time, four minutes, seven minutes, 12 minutes, 13 minutes, 21 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour in three minutes, an hour in 11 minutes, uh, an hour in 21 minutes. Um, then I start running on, on barefoot, uh, doing keep, keep on doing with the breathing and the visualization, uh, 5K, 10K, uh, 15K. I got a couple of frostbite a bit, but now I'm good. <laughs> and uh, and 21K, I mean, I mean, 22 kilometers. So yes, it's, yeah. Okay, so when is this actual world record attempt taking place? It will happen between the 27th of October of this year until the end of the year. Sometime in there. So are you doing it in Switzerland? Or are you going to come back to Canada to do that? Well, I mean, I um, I'm gonna do it in Switzerland, but uh, I'll be doing uh, I'll be training here again intensely. So let's let's explore a little bit more here about the why of cold baths. Like you told us why you're doing this, this, you know, world record attempt for autism awareness, but there are some significant benefits of cold immersion and cold exposure training. Um, We're both big Wim Hof fans. You mentioned breathing being a significant part of what you need to do in order to um, keep your autonomic nervous system in check during these things. So tell us from your perspective, what some of the benefits to the mind and the body are with cold immersion first of all it's going to help you to increase your blood circulation it's going to help to to help to manage your stress 
because it won't take your stress away because that's fake. We have stress in life, but it's going to help you to have different uh, perspective, have different look at things, different perspectives. So it's going to help you with this. It's also going to help you to boost your immune systems against viruses and microbes. It can also help to burn bad fat, the yellow fat that we get from not good so, so much good food. And you can boost your brown fat as well, yeah. right? By, by doing cold immersion. Your brown fat is going to help you to burn the white fat, I mean, the, the not so good fat. And definitely, yes. Uh, I mean, also for, for, for ladies, it can really help with cellulite or it can help to grow hair. It can boost your testosterone. It literally gives you natural steroids. <laughs> I mean, this is great. Um, then to give a bit more, a bit, a bit more in detail, you have you. It's gonna help you to boost into to strengthen your cardiovascular system. Why? Because it's, you have your heart, right? You have your arteries, you have your veins, you have your capillaries. Around it, you have millions of muscle which are under your autonomic nervous system, which means that you cannot act them. You know, you cannot get access to them just like this. But when you're gonna go into the cold water. Right, it's gonna act with those millions of muscles. It's gonna be vasoconstrictive, vasoconstriction. So it's gonna contract those muscles, it's like working out, it's like running, it's like everything else. You you working out of things, right? So you're gonna contract them, and as you go to, and, and as you're going back to regular, uh, how can I say this? As you go back to regular temperature, it's gonna vasodilatation, so vasodilate, right? <laughs> so the thing with this, if you keep doing this on a regular basis, it can definitely it's gonna help you to increase your blood circulation. What do you carry in your blood? You carry oxygen. You carry nutrients, right? Uh, when you train, when you're working out, you're gonna help. It's gonna you're gonna be able to remove the byproduct uh, hazard byproduct, right? Like um, acid, lactic acid, and stuff like this, right? And uh, also to muscle quicker regeneration. It's uh, it's great. Also for your brain, what's gonna happen? You're gonna create. You can create a hormone, endorphin, dopamine. A lot of lot of hormones. Literally, I think I did a 23 minutes ice bath right now, and I just felt great. I feel I feel bubbly. This is natural drugs, you know. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I imagine there's got to be a certain amount of discipline, right? You learn, yes. you, you learn to control your mind and not let it control you. You know, when I, <laughs> I think most of us, if we jump into a cold river and. February in Canada, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're going to oh be gosh, screaming yeah. and ah, it's cold. And then you get in and out, right? Like the typical January 1st polar bear dip, right? Mm. You're training yourself to not let that instinct take control and, and to just stay calm and, and control that one type of stress. So I'm curious, you know, as you've gone through going from one minute in your first ice bath to now up to over an hour, You've mentioned some of the benefits to cold immersion, but what are some of the changes you've noticed in your own body and in your own mind? Yeah, definitely have a different way of looking at life. It really helps me out. It's really good for, since I do it, you know, when I work out, I, uh, I'm like a Terminator figure of speech because you regenerate so quickly, you know, you train Recovery. so hard. I'm 36 years old. I'm no more 20. Anyway, the age, it doesn't matter, right? But uh, when I'm saying Chris, you get a lot of strength. Um, you regenerate really faster. It keeps on creating endorphins. It helps me to be more calm. It helps me to don't stress because also as I'm speaking to you right now, you know, obviously a world record, it's, it can bring me lots of stress. But I'm like, okay, maybe it's going to be a bit hard. Of course it is. But uh, it's not so hard after all. You know what I mean? What a man can do or what a woman can do, what a human being can do, another can do. You know what I mean? So that's definitely... Uh, it brings calm. 
you know it helps you really it really helps me to focus to the within to within yourself mm. you know it helped me really to heal mm. against lots of things okay Yeah. So you mentioned that, and I, I know this firsthand, Kim, and I'm thinking about that cold plunge at Thermia. <laughs> at know, Thermia. You go yes. in there oh, and it's just like... I used to hate it. Now I love it. But I know it just takes your breath away, right? You're like, it takes your breath away. But honestly, you can let it take your breath away and just, oh my God, oh, it's so cold. It's so cold. And like make it worse, right? But then if you go in with that different mindset like you're talking about and you're just like okay I'm working with it I'm breathing through it it's you know it's not that bad you tell yourself a really? different story um yes. so I guess my question is have you noticed it transferring to other areas of your life where that mm, same thing happens question. with the mind where you're just kind of you freak out or you catastrophize or you you make a small problem bigger because of the story that you're telling yourself do you feel like this discipline and this practice of immersing yourself in the cold water has actually helped you in like outside of the cold water too, when you're just doing whatever that might be hard in your life. Absolutely. hundred percent. And it is what it is because let's be obvious. We're not going to take an hour an ice bath for, for like yeah. eight hours. Well, life, you have kids, you have yeah. stress, you have stuff, yeah. it helps you to the, <laughs> exactly. Hey, 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 it's not that bad, you know, because yeah. you're like, we need to the cold. <laughs> When you're into the yeah. cold, you're laughing, right, Kim? <laughs> Because when you're into the cold, it's, I'm sorry, it's survival mode. The, the bills, the stress, husband pain, girlfriend pain, boyfriend pain, fiance pain, whatever pain, you know what I mean? You go to the second state, to the second place, because you have to focus about the now. And the now is the most important thing <clears throat> because we don't, we, cannot, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, Right. But definitely it helps you to to focus about the now because that's all we can control in life. Yeah, I'm actually just reading The Practice of Groundedness right now by Brad Stolberg. And it's such a good book. And he talks, you know, this isn't a new concept, but about staying present and controlling what you can control and not living in the future and not living in the past. And, you know, it's something I at least personally need to be reminded of constantly. You know, I can absorb that book into my DNA here, Andre, but next week it's gone. <laughs> all of us, we, we, we all into the same boat. You're all into the same process. I don't care who you are, all of us. I, I yeah. speak like this, but I'm still working on yeah. things. So I understand. Yeah. You mentioned frostbite before. So I just wanted to circle back around to that because I mean, the mind is powerful and we, we've been speaking to that, but at some point you can get hypothermia, you can get frostbite. Like at what point is there too much of a good thing? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like if mm -hmm. you can stay in the water yes. for one minute, um, that's good. But if you could stay in two, is it better? But if you like at some point there is too much. That's why always when I talk to clients or people, what I'm doing right now, I can say per person hour, but I'm training for world records, right? So that's different. Mm -hmm. And I'm a professional, so that's different. So if you do it on your own, first you got to check with your doctor <clears throat> if you have any any heart condition in anything. And please, 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 <laughs> if it's the first time you're doing it, you have to be supervised by a professional, by someone who knows what is he, what he's doing with ice. Do not do it on, on your own because it can be extremely dangerous. If you disrespect the cold, it will it will get you. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine when you're you're doing these really long immersions, you have somebody monitoring you to make sure you're not going hypothermic, I would hope. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, I, I mean, I know my body enough. And of course, it's like life. There's risk zero never exists. But what I'm saying is when I go for a long period of time, like today, I was on my own for 23 minutes. No big deal. You know, I was on my own. That's fine. 
But let's see if I'm going to go for longer, then definitely someone needs to be around because, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because it's a. Uh, it's extreme. <laughs> it's extreme. Well, you know, even with running in the cold, so this is really where I've had most of my experiences running in Winnipeg in the cold, in shorts and t-shirts. We would always joke, oh, it's still shorts weather. It's only minus 10. It's only minus 15. Um, but I noticed, and I'm sure you have too, Carolyn, running in the cold, If you, especially if you get dehydrated, you can get cold really, really fast. And you don't even realize how cold you're getting. And hypothermia is one of those things that just sneaks up on you. You kind of, you just become dumb. Like, up you can't, you. Yep. You, yep. Yeah, you're not, you're not talking clearly. You're stumbling your words. You're stumbling with your body. And you're not even aware that you're getting as cold as you are. So yeah, I really want to emphasize, if anybody is listening to this, don't just go to decide to go jump in the river by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure there's somebody around that can um, keep a, a clear-headed eye on you. Exactly, Kim, because, I mean, as I was with uh, with Pacific here, uh, I did something crazy last week. People thought it was nuts. People were honking. Ah, what are you doing here? And we're like, my Pacific was like to, to those guys, hey, I'm watching these guys. Because I was running, only wearing shorts, no gloves. Uh, my shoes were like those Vibram shoes, you know, those those uh, those mm-hmm. toe shoes and everything. And I was running eight kilometers. And at one point, I, I no maybe not for all the race, but at one point it got to minus forty. When I was looking at it, I couldn't even see for like. But when I look behind my cheeks a bit, I can see like ice starting to go mm-hmm. in my in my face mm-hmm. like this. Even my even my friends with beard is frozen. So <clears throat> once again, yeah, yeah, you have got to make sure you're um, yeah. Do not take it for a joke. That's not, that's not a Calculated joke. risks you have to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're talking about doing what some might think. Well, I'm I'm gonna say I I'll speak for myself. I say it's a pretty extreme thing. So what are the kind of objections that you hear from people if you say to them, you know, you don't have to be extreme. You don't have to do it for a long time like I'm doing, like just a little bit. And there, these are the benefits and stuff. What are the kind? What's the kind of like? pushback or feedback that you hear from people of I can't do it because of this that and the other oh my gosh I can't do it because of this oh my gosh I need to ice to go you know I mean of course it's life on earth what can you do yeah yeah (laughs) I'm just behave just stop if you told me this six years ago that I was gonna go in the ice maybe not maybe maybe more if you tell me 10 years ago actually no I'm lying because when I came to Canada like in 2004 2005 I was from France originally, you know, it's never cold. And I remember I was walking from school and it was like minus 17, it was snow. And I was like, oh, I was happy, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, uh, yeah, just try, just give it a try, you know, just give it a try, just give it a try and uh, go little by little. But of course, I mean, you have always objections, people, you know, just, it just, uh, if you can be open-minded, if you don't have the, the wheel, just to open your mind a bit, be open-minded, literally, then there, then, it's just, then it's just too bad for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you're not necessarily here to convince anybody to, That's to it. do anything, no right? Convince. You're, it's about no, your, no. yourself, and then you'll bring along the people who are naturally curious or, or drawn to what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so uh, you you do have a little bit of a background in running, and I know you've done some some very cold runs, runs a little bit, snow, a little barefoot bit. runs. So tell us a little bit about some of your running adventures. Yeah, so um, I mean, running. I mean, I yeah, but a bit. Uh, I mean, of course, I did not. I did a lot. That's I did crazy. Of course, you know, I'm being, I'm being humble, but uh, of course, it's 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 intense. What I did, I um, I ran uh, in total. 
I did uh, 100, I did, uh, I ran one third of the Earth circumference. I ran 13,000 kilometers. So including two races that I did, I mean, two runs. Uh, I ran from France, I mean, from Normandy, from Cherbourg, exactly, in the English Channel, all over Morocco. That was 3,000 kilometers in three months and 13 days. And uh, with a 20-pound to 15-pound to 20-pound backpack uh, for causes that I'm sure we can talk later about it if you like. I also ran from from uh, New York City to California. Uh, this represents like, um, yeah, I mean, it represents like uh, four months in a week. I did 111 in marathons in four months in a week. And if you count all the races that I did before, between, I mean, all the runs, all the preparation, if within two years, yeah, I did, uh, yeah, I did uh, one third of the Earth Circumference. So I've I've a bit of experience in uh, in running, but I, I used to be um, I'm maybe around like two hundred, I mean one hundred ninety five pound for five foot seven and a half, but I dropped to I dropped like fifty to forty pound, like you know. So, well, with all that yeah. running, anybody yeah. would lose weight for sure. And I, and I look thirty years, I, I looks like hundred year old dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you obviously um, are attracted to doing extreme things. You don't do anything halfway from the sounds of it. How did you even get started with running in the first place? Is this something you've always done like from childhood or? Yeah. Well, first, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't run long distance. I used to be a sprinter. So I used to sprint. Uh, yes. And I was also really inspired by my father because my father came from Africa to France back in the seventies, only with the equivalent, the equivalent of, of, of fifty bucks in his pockets, he walked from Cameroon all the way to Western Africa. Uh, it took him four years. He fell sick. He caught jaundice. He had to eat like raw, raw, raw guts of sheep with butter. Uh, he walked in lion's territory. He swam in the ocean open water for twelve hours. He got caught on the on the boat. Uh, people tried to whack him with an axe, crazy stuff, and he swam back. Then after he did another day, attempt one month later. So um, my father definitely was an inspiration to me uh, because he wanted to come to Europe to have a better future for his kids, for you know, I mean, for his kids not at the time, but for his future's family, also take care of his family back home. So um, you know, when I was young, this got into my head, and I guess right now uh, I'm doing those kind of. Uh, I mean, I amplify, I amplify the the message, if I will say. Okay. Kim, Kim mentioned at the uh, beginning of this, of the show about how you were on CTV or there was a, there was a news article cause I read it too. And, and you were running on, on that. So you're running in the shorts and the Vibram five fingers and nothing else. And it's freezing yeah. cold in Calgary. So are you doing much running these days? Is that part of the preparation for the... Well, yes, I did last week. I mean, I did like... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yesterday, actually, um, I was with uh, someone called Nate, Nate Fit. They invited us. They did a great cause. I think it was the cold. The race was called uh, In From The Cold. They did awareness, raise money for uh, people who can really afford... Sorry if I may say it, but people who can... Uh, really afford to to pay too much for 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 gas I mean, for for heating and everything. So I did a bit of five k running yesterday was great, and this week I ran around like two times. So actually, I mean last week started like two three times. I believe running to the cold is definitely part a, a part of a of a of a workout of training. What I'm in Canada, yeah, definitely. And now you must have negative voices coming up in your head sometimes when you're doing this like I imagine at some point you're you get cold it's windy or, or something and you you're really 
actually cold? Like, what do you do uh, with that? Like, how do you actually deal with basically when thoughts and feelings are coming up telling you to stop and quit? Intrusive thoughts, yeah. Yeah, because one day I remember that I was reading in, in, in southern France. I, I did, I, I went out for the first race to Morocco from France. It was like probably after a thousand kilometers, I literally, I literally thought, thought that my Achilles tendons were gonna was gonna snap. So I'm running with this twenty pound backpack. My, I'm, I'm, I'm limping. I'm like, cuck, 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 really small, maybe seven, seven point five mile kilometers per hour. You know, really small. Then after, I tell to myself, you know, through through mind setting and everything, visualization. I'm like, it's okay, Andre. Trust your instinct. Keep on pushing. This moment will pass. It has to pass. It's okay. I can't say, oh, I don't have, uh, I don't have the fears. I don't have the... No, that's that's not true. You know, all of us, we all have weakness. I don't care who you are. But the thing is that with visualization, like setting your mindset from before, when you set your mindset from before for an event ahead, when you're going to be in the event or race or whatever, and when you're going to meet hard time, that mindset, you know, it, it's already inbred in your subconscious mind. Just trust it. Don't panic. Just, just, just keep on going, and you will pass, and you will, and you will break through that things, and you will break it. That's that's hundred percent. That that's how I literally I can run like I could run like a marathon after a marathon after a marathon after a marathon. You know. So yeah. Nothing lasts forever. That's one of my running mantras. That's great. <laughs> the good times don't last forever. The bad times won't last forever. It will pass. Everything passes. You hope there's more good times than bad times, but. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's kind of loop back, you know, to the mindset part of this. You are a mindset coach. Is there anything we haven't talked about yet you'd like to share with us when it comes to having a mindset that helps you achieve big things? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to give you little, 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 little things from my line from inspirational book and stuff like this. All right. You got to take a piece of paper Let's say you want to achieve a, a race or whatever. Oh, I want to run 20K at uh, minus 20 under two hours. I don't know. Or under an hour and a half. You're going to write down what you want. All right. You're going to write time. You're going to write also by the time you want to do it. You're going to attach it somewhere in your wall, in your bedrooms, uh, with duct tape or whatever. And if this thing is going to be the first thing that, can, that you're going to see when you're going to wake up in the morning. And last thing when you're going to go to sleep at night. Of course, you don't know exactly when you're going to go to sleep at night, but when you know you really need to retire. Now, with this said, is that first thing in the morning when you see it, you're going to read it two times out loud, not to scream because people think in your house you might be nuts or whatever. But it's, it's, it's whatever, it's up to you. But you read it two times with a real intent, you know, with visualization, with feeling inside yourself, not just, okay, I'm going to do this, you know. You do, do this with real intent, even if you're a bit sleepy, because you will be in a sleepy state. Then, of course, you're going to do the same at nighttime, you know what I mean? Doing this, if you want more things, come, 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 come see me or whatever. But doing this, it's like you have your subconscious mind in your mind. Your mind is subconscious mind. I like to see the mind in the back. So mind in the front and subconscious mind in the back. Doing this right, as you're doing is repeating those sentences in a sleepy state. You open the door between your, sub, your mind and your subconscious mind. Then it goes along. Then uh, that's how things get, uh, get, get achieved and get realized. Okay. So that's a real concrete task someone can do to start developing a good mindset. Is there anything else? Any other ideas for us? 
don't take life too seriously, you know. I like to laugh. <laughs> I, you know, I was with my friend Pacific. I was, I, you know, I was like with my shorts, 17. I was like, let's party up in here. Come on. You know, I was, I'm literally high of, of endorphin of the cold. You know, I don't take life too seriously because life can be really short. So, you know, just enjoy. That's it. That's what I, that's what I can say. Excellent. So say somebody wanted to follow along with your adventures and find out more about how your, your um, training is going and eventually the world record attempt, where can they find you? Well, they can find me on social media. So uh, Instagram, it's Andre uh, underscore Bellaby. So Andre, A-N-D-R-E underscore Bellaby. Bellaby, it's B-E-L-I-B-I. Facebook, it's Andre, I mean, at Andre Bellaby, as you, as you know. Um, LinkedIn, it's uh, uh, Andre Bellaby. TikTok, it's Andre Bellaby. And yes, and with time, we will uh, open our website, but not as we speak. But for right now, this is how people, also on Twitter, it's Andre Bellaby. Oh, you're everywhere. <laughs> You're on all the things. Oh, that's awesome. We'll make sure to link to uh, your socials in the show notes if you sure. want to follow along. Thank you very much. Um, so thank you so much for joining us, Andre. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. And uh, welcome back to Calgary and to Canada. And uh, good so luck with, with all your um, exciting things coming up for you. Sure. Thank you. I'll, I'll be back for sure. That's for sure. Oh, yeah.